0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Towel Light Talk. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And before we get into the news, uh, unfortunately, the new tradition is how many people passed away this week? <laughs> Which is just, I mean, I guess it is what it is. It's just sad. Um, so, uh, yeah. Not we, our
1: fault we know everybody these days. <laughs> you know, from somebody who's worked on a set. Yeah. somebody who's acted through movies through our entire lives or it's crazy how much pop culture has an influence on our uh our daily lives
0: well yeah and i think even through the course of us running dfat for the last 10 years with social media growing like you learn more about people's lives than ever ever before so it's just kind of like you feel even more connected regardless yeah. um so what can you say these because I don't know who the second two are
1: yeah i can you uh Fred Ward passed away, Vangelis, Colin Cantwell and Ray Liotta. who is I forgot who Ray, Fred Ward is Fred
0: Ward is from um Tremors and Naked Gun and Oh yes.
1: he's in a okay. ton of stuff, yeah uh Vangelis was the composer of Blade Runner and oh. like a pioneer in the electronica uh Damn. music. And then, Colin Cantwell designed like the Death Star and all of the Star Wars ships, like that we know today. What a what a big influence in that for that, because things weren't CGI back then. Things were models and beautifully made. And wow, what a what an artiste! Yeah, and especially since vehicles
0: are one of my absolute favorite Mm. parts of Star Wars. So, yeah, this, this. We'll give a moment of silence to respect, uh, all these great contributors and Ray Liotta and Ray Liotta. Of course, it's just awesome. You know, we have tremendous respect for all these entertainers and creators and, um, we really, uh, hearts go out to them. So Chris, what have you been geeking out on, man?
1: Uh, as of really just as of late i i've been watching obi-wan watched it three times i started jedi fallen order again because i haven't played that game in a while and it was like 10 bucks a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago so i picked it up because i have the physical but i can't play it on my playstation 5 so i decided to do that yeah it's not too much other just got back and really kind of reading comics again um yeah just some of the ongoings that I haven't been uh, allowing to build up um some of the mini series that I wanted to you know to end before I read the whole thing uh so yeah just kind of getting caught up on a lot of stuff
0: yeah i um we're finally watching we watched obi-wan i'm hoping to odin we start stranger things today yeah, um my wife has been working non-stop so we just haven't had time but um I played the Doki Doki Literature Club, uh, which was an absolute mind F. I told you about that. Um, and you know what? Now that you mentioned Fallen Order, I think I'm going to start. Because, I, you know, I've been wanting... It's bad. I've been wanting a JRPG, and I downloaded Divinity 2 um, for Steam, and I started it. And it's great, but I was like, oh, this is a 100-plus-hour game. Easy. Right. Uh, though it is fun i could see myself getting addicted real fast i want something a little bit more casual uh to play so um and after watching the trailer for survivor which we'll talk about even more excited to jump back into that world so i'll either start it now or maybe even wait till next year so it's you know a little bit closer to whenever they decide to release it um but yeah good stuff out there but let's get into marvel news so we're gonna be talking a lot about cancellations in general sure. uh from all spectrums right now but first thing was Modoc. i watched the first episode i wasn't into it didn't Maybe. surprise me that that's all i can say about it
1: me neither i i agree with that exact statement i was like yeah i'll give it a shot and then i turned it off after the first so never went back to it i just i haven't watched even hit monkey yet so it's oh, just like and i do want to watch that too yeah when i turn my when I turn my uh my hulu back on for the prey movie um maybe I'll get caught up on that stuff
0: yeah that's that's true that's right um so yeah that's good uh echo we got our first look just a little honestly just a picture really of they're shooting it um it's coming next year, and I liked what she added to Hawkeye, so yeah. I'm excited to see more than that which we're going to, you know, I'm going to mention this next. I'm excited to see Matt Murdock, probably teacher.
1: <laughs> I'm kind of confused. And I guess, you know, with the news that we are getting a, a continuation, quote unquote, of the old Daredevil show made for more the MCU world. I I wonder how much these are really going to cross over. The answer is probably a lot. Um, what do you it mean, was, like the I mean, old ones and the new ones? <clears throat> no, no, no. I mean like Echo and Daredevil because oh, yeah. Echo was originally supposed to be like Daredevil season 4. You know, that's what the rumor was at that at that point. So, yeah, I'm ready for more street level stuff. Um but they they've got they've got to deliver it. They've got to deliver the the ultra, the ultra violence that we were so used to in this, these Netflix shows that Moon Knight did okay at times but definitely didn't go like it went in opposite direction of of what i expected so here's hoping that the uh the daredevil remake is good
0: yeah i haven't finished moon Knight. um we're pausing because of all this other stuff that came out but yeah daredevil got announced as a show and i have mixed feelings because i think it's the best of all the netflix shows and Quite honestly, I think it's the best of all of the MCU, period.
1: That's what I was going to say. That's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. It's some of the best content we got, especially being fans of that side of it. Yes. Uh, Season two is like one of the best things I've ever seen, period. Yeah. So I will say I've watched Moon Knight twice. And when you watch it the second time and watch it for what it is, Mm -hmm. it's better. But it's not it's not what I wanted. It's not what we deserved. (laughs) (laughs)
0: as we are all entitled to what we deserve so we'll see you know i i don't know the fact that the characters are continuing that's all i guess i can i can complain as much as i want i'm happy that they're even coming up i guess that's
1: all i'll say i'll take a spider-man daredevil crossover any day let's do it
0: there you go um rumor mill live action captain carter project being worked on now is this a movie is it a series maybe uh you know she showed up in doctor strange spoiler don't care because you should have watched it by now Um, i don't know like do we need this i do you care what is what's your
1: thought i don't know i don't know i'd sure as hell watch it uh um, right, me too i mean every time i see captain carter i'm like whoa this is great. This is oh my god! This is great. They just adapt their live action. So, I I don't know what is it going to entail. What, I would rather see it as like an animated series, honestly. If you're going to really do anything with it,
0: right? Um, yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. You know, here's the thing: I love Haley Atwell. I'm glad yes. that she got to play Peggy uh, multiple times. You know, in her own show, even if she shows up, like you said, I will watch it. Whatever the form it is that it takes. I think she's fantastic in the role and I'll watch it.
1: Yeah. I just don't know how long this multiverse stuff is going to hang around. You know, I just, I don't see it being. It, if they do secret wars, that's it. Yeah. Like the Mercy universes. It. That's it. The multiverse was fun for five years or whatever they want to do with it. Yeah. But it's not going to be around forever. Nope. So. Nope.
0: Let's, yeah, I get it. out of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Just like they did in the comics. And as I always close the show, go read your comics because that's going to give you an idea about most of the things we talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah, you know, when they when they merge the ultimate universe with the quote unquote normal universe, um, things got crazy. So we'll we'll see what's going on there. So uh, let's go over, jump across the pond. Oh, no, sorry. She-Hulk. Oh yeah. I saw trailers for She-Hulk. Um, I they've already pulled a Sonic and started course correcting the CGI. Hopefully by August it's really fixed because. That was my only thing. I had a huge smile on my face. I thought it was yeah. a super fun trailer. I love that actress. I think she's so good, but that CGI was absolute garbage and definitely not what we deserved. When she's literally standing right next to Hulk and he looks like he does in the movies, so
1: come on, people. That's where they spend all their money. <laughs> I
0: get, yeah, right. Like your budget can only go this far.
1: Yeah, I I agree with all that. I I really did think that was a good trailer. Sans the weird CGI, but. It looks funny. And this is really somewhere they can flex that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who shows up on this show randomly. This is the, if it's what, 10, 10 part series, it's is longer. It? Yeah, I it's longer. Okay. I wonder if it's shorter though, episodes wise, like it's not 40, 50 like minutes. half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe half an hour episodes mm-hmm. being a comedy. I don't know, but there's a lot of opportunity here, including more, even Matt Murdock, you know, so play around with it. I hope that they have a good time with it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely hope we see Matt or Foggy or all, you know, that would be fantastic. All right. So, sorry. Now we're going to jump across the pond. Um, <clears throat> we have a Black Adam trailer dropping June 8th. Um, that's it. You know, I'm excited to see it. I think The Rock is going to kill it in the role. And we got that little teaser a few months ago, but this is our full look at what they're going for in this, in this movie. So bring it on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just want to see more of the JSA and I want to see him in his full glory in a trailer. And that's mm-hmm. it. That's the last one I want to watch. So. Yep. Yep, me too. Um Leslie
0: Jones to be Plastic Woman. Uh this will be a new animated series. Um I don't really have anything against Leslie Jones at all. I have a lot of things for Plastic Man. Gender swapping it, I don't give a shit, to be quite nope. honest with you. I, I don't care. I love this character, and I'm hoping the interpretation that they decide to do. Um, I think this is coming from the people who did the Harley show. Oh, nice. So, you know, uh, th- that character deserves to be rated R, because he really is kind of a piece of shit. So, like, you know, redeemed piece of shit, but I think it will be fun to see what they decide to
1: do with this. Well, that's really it. Where... Where else are we going to get R-rated characters? If it's not that's it, Invincible yeah. or you know the boys or anything that's you know more of the indie side of things and and that's what they're adapting. But from Marvel and DC, we're stuck with Marvel being family friendly for the most part. DC can definitely dibble and dabble with with these with these characters, and I hope they do um, make it more like the Harley Show. It's a great show. It's good. Yes, yeah. you know, and this is it. Lean into more comedy as well um, and more animation.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, Netflix or sorry, not Netflix. Uh, Disney could really take a page out of HBO's uh, book here. And I really wish they would just say, even if you have to put it on a different, you know, section <laughs> for the adult Multiverse. stuff or, or maybe <laughs> just add a warning "Ain't right? for kids. <laughs>
1: like, I already got a punch of code in every time I go into Disney Plus now because I have the adult. Code. So it's like. What was your point if you're going to buy these Netflix shows and not edit them? Right. So why'd stupid. you buy Deadpool three? Right. Exactly. So, you know, it's going to
0: happen. It's just they they really need to figure it out because they need more variety than the, the cookie cutter thing. So next up is CW. We've got some some updates here. Um, Seth Green uh, is joining the cast of Stargirl season three. He's going to genie. be that genie. Yep. was he in season two? Thunderbolt? No, Jim
1: Jim Gaffigan was the uh, voice. Um, okay, okay, of Thunderbolt. Um, and now for whatever reason, Seth Green's gonna—he's been recast in the role. So, oh, it's cool. That's I can't fine. wait for that that show. It's it is the only DC show dropping this this fall on the CW, which is kind of crazy. To see how Gotham long? It's been. No, it's not dropping this fall. Really? Yeah, the only thing coming out this fall is Stargirl. Maybe Gotham Knights is winter. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's crazy after it being the home of the Arrowverse. It's kind of just dwindling away, as we'll talk about in a second.
0: Well, yeah, so Naomi is canceled um, after one season, and we already talked about the other shows getting canceled. This is a shame because everyone seemed really excited about it, and then it
1: just... (laughs) Fell flat on its face. Well, I didn't watch it, so I mean, that's if that tells you anything. And I actually am interested in the character, so I didn't do it any favors. Right. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot. Honestly, it's just kind of like you have a character that has is in its second season of comics, which they call it, um, of a six part series there's not a lot to do with it so it's like it's great you got one season out of introducing the character and you could go back to it if you want but it's just like were you gonna just adapt the character on your own if you got more seasons i don't know i mm-hmm. it was kind of just confusing to me it was a great idea and popular at the time but fizzled out yeah it's it's kind of wild so
0: the only thing that's maybe working for the network is you have the flash returning yep. you've got uh superman and lois you've got gotham knights and possibly that justice you thing with david ramsey unless they decide to cut that too
1: so <laughs> yeah since we haven't heard much about that i think it's i'm gonna bet it's not gonna happen
0: so. yeah i don't know so that wraps up dc really everything um chris bring us over to a
1: galaxy far away man yeah, let's do it because we just wrapped up celebration uh in Anaheim over the weekend. Some fun stuff, really. Uh good time to be a Star Wars fan. I think that from what I see, it seems like they're they're definitely doing more of the let's let's do a little bit here, do a little bit there in the different eras and do things for different ages. Because we just got done talking about WB who seems to be able to really deliver to like a different level of ages across yeah. the across the spectrum. Yeah. And I think that's what we need also with Star Wars. Um so let's let's get into it here. Yeah. Uh we got our Andor trailer which was really awesome. I liked the way it was um cut and shot and the music and all that stuff and what we got to see. I'm very excited for this show being a fan of the civil war period especially directly after attack or uh, I'm sorry, revenge of the Sith. Uh, and I did like Diego Luna's character a lot, so I am um, I'm ready for a spy Star Wars show. I mean, this is the genre, spy show. <laughs> you know, this is this is where we need to be going with
0: it. Right. I I think um it, it's an interesting trailer. I'm not gonna get super hyped about it, but only because they really didn't show Andor, <laughs> which I thought was kind of weird. <laughs> but I, I I'm gonna watch the show. I'm gonna watch everything that Star Wars puts out. That's pretty much
1: the end of it. <laughs> this show is shot traditionally as well, right? It's not shot in front of that big. I don't dome, think so. In the dome yeah. or whatever it is. So yeah. that's another thing. It looks really good. It looks. I mean, not not saying anything against these other shows that have been shot there, but I I'm really excited because it does look like Rogue One. I think yep. they do a good job with that look, like that time period look. So uh, that's going to be dropping in August, <clears throat> August 31st. So get ready for that. Uh, we also have confirmation that Mando Season 3 and Ahsoka are coming out in 2023. Uh, I watched a couple of the, the interviews from Celebration. They're fun. I We have not seen any of the footage yet. There's been some photos leaked and whatnot. Um, so it's pretty exciting. And also that we got news that John Fab is writing Season 4 of The Mandalorian.
0: Can we talk about that footage that we saw or didn't yeah, go see? ahead go
1: ahead.
0: So, not for Mando, right, but for
1: Ahsoka. For Ahsoka, yeah, the Rebels. So,
0: yeah, they showed Ahsoka on the Bridge of the Ghost, and from behind, Hera walks up to next to her, and Sabine is looking at that giant mural. So it seems like it's literally taking place right when Rebels ended, like immediately after. And from the picture, she has those longer mantrails. So... um which is crazy to me, because doesn't she have shorter ones in The Mandalorian?
1: I don't know. I don't even. I, don't I am really not going to
0: speculate on montreal's, but
1: yeah, I don't get caught up in that stuff because of the co- like. If it's good, it's good,
0: right? I'm just so th- excited that Grand we're Inquisitor. I don't
1: care what he looks like. It was good.
0: I didn't care about that. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what this means that we're getting this live action Rebels. Yeah, and uh very 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 excited
1: i saw the interview with um with the actress who plays sabine and and also rosario dawson was on on the stage and that was that was great that girl she looks she looks the part she's beautiful um the i'm really excited actress? yeah
0: yeah lou i can't remember what her first name is but yeah
1: yeah yeah i'm pumped man i'm really excited for this it is it, it's amazing with rebels because rebels was like so out of the gate for for disney and they did it so well mm-hmm. um, that it was just like everything after that, unfortunately, did, <laughs> didn't match up as much. But we're back. We're back on track. And yeah, live action Rebels is is going to be exciting. So, yes. Uh, next up is Skeleton Crew. Now, this is a neat idea. Uh, I like this. This is that Stranger Things-esque show that they wanted to do. This is going to be kind of like Lost in Space and Stranger Things crosses with Star Wars. Uh, It's going to start Jude Law, which is interesting as well. Now, this is live action, right? Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. Um, I was expecting an animated show, if anything. But now that we're getting live action, more and more stuff, this is going to take place in the New Republic Times right after Jedi. And also, just to
0: this is that Amblin-esque John Watts project. So when we talked about John Watts leaving Fantastic Four, and then we heard about Star Wars, this is it.
1: So that's pretty cool too. Hundred percent. I mean, what a what a project to jump over to. You know. Yeah. So yeah, I take it. Uh, Continuing with their Lego specials, uh, the next one coming up is Summer Vacation. Uh, It's going to drop on August fifth. So those, those those are fun, fun. anti-filled <laughs> shows yeah. uh, set in their own little Lego canon. I love those shows. Yeah, me too. Tales of the Jedi uh, was announced. Finally, it's been speculated when this would take place. Uh, it is going to take place during the prequel period. Tell three different ta- three or four different tales. I forgot it's Ahsoka, Dooku, Qui-Gon, Mace, and Mace Windu. So four, right? Yep. Um, Dave Filoni led uh, some ideas left over from uh, from Clone Wars, as he put it. Uh, We have some great voice act, you know, voice talent. Liam Neeson's returning to the role, along with his son, who's going to play a a younger version of of Qui-Gon. Yeah. Uh, You know, of course, we'll get Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka um, (laughs) and. Three, three stories featuring Ahsoka, which is fun throughout her life, so really building that up towards the, her show coming out next year. Uh, this, this hits in the fall, right? This is coming out sooner than, than later.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, and the animation's same, you know, Clone Wars, Rebels, that kind of stuff, so it's going to be interesting. This is one of those things where it's not groundbreaking. It's no. just kind of, you know what it really reminds me of is the uh, Gendi series. Where you're almost getting these individual stories that tell maybe into the bigger one. So, yeah, you know,
1: this is exciting. I'm excited. And now there's no doubt that Liam Neeson is going to be an Obi wan Uh, Yeah, but he's such a liar, uh, as they (laughs) all are. (laughs) They all. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's like he holds a blaster to your head. I mean, what are you going to (laughs) do? Next up, we have visions returning for with Volume Two, that will be coming out in spring of 2023. So. Your favorite anime anthology is back telling more one-shot stories from your favorite galaxy, which I'm all about.
0: Yeah, um, I'm down. (laughs) Yeah, I I loved Visions, and I cannot wait to see even more.
1: Next up, as I was saying about something for everyone, uh, there's something called Young Jedi Adventures coming out, which will be a series uh, on Disney+. And this is for those kids out there those new Star Wars fans. Yeah, which is good. They really do need to hit all all levels, all ages. <laughs> you know, um we just kind of wish it was more adult, but that's okay. <laughs> Still Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, cuz we get things like The Bad Batch, which is definitely, you know, for everybody, but um takes it takes its steps towards the dark side sometimes if I may. So we got the trailer for season two, which comes really soon. Uh, I'm excited for the return of this show. It was a pleasant surprise. And uh, I'm just, as I said before, I love this time period. And I want to see how far they take these guys' adventures. Like where they show up next and and whatnot. Will they show up in live action eventually somewhere here on, like, say, Andor. or something? You know, I, they have these opportunities, um, including, you know, this next topic as well. It's a crossover. Yeah. Um, bring it on yeah so jedi jedi survivor was announced officially uh the the sequel to jedi fallen order uh this this trailer looked really neat with another baton or whatever however you pronounce them inquisitor-esque grand inquisitor looking guy i don't know like there's just more and more of these guys hanging around this is makes me really kind of think about what happened to obi-wan um and then we also got this tease of this character in a back to tank um, yeah. with long white hair looking very Sephiroth like and <laughs> there's already enough um, you know um, guessing on who this character is and 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 whatnot so who do you think do you think it's
0: the rumor star
1: killer from the jedi uh, unleashed force Unleashed games yeah I would love for that to happen I'm not gonna put all my eggs in that basket but it would be a smart way to do it
0: yeah i i think so too one thing that we didn't write on here that was also teased was um i shared it in our star wars chat but that dash rendar oh yeah is coming back um they showed like a big uh picture with like all these characters old and new and one of them on the board was dash rendar which i thought was great and we saw falleen a live action falleen for the first time in um obi-wan which i thought was like i was like oh god (laughs) nobody else had the same reaction but i did (laughs) besides
1: besides me you cross the cross the pond (laughs) that's
0: right um
1: yeah no it's it's very cool i think that the more that they they really lean into this stuff i mean what how excited people get when thrawn came back like you have to recognize that you're not going to do your own thing your own thing kind of failed you now Get back in line, get these get these EU characters that people loved that they were, had attachments to. Because like us growing up, we are kids. We absorbed the EU because as it was Star Wars. So you can't keep saying we're going to do this new stuff and fail at it and then not bring back characters that people love. It's time. It's just you're proving that, you know, you need to know how to go back and forth across that line. Yeah. As does Filoni. You know, it's, yep. it's good stuff. Uh, last up. Uh with these Star Wars announcements, uh, just some comic stuff uh Yoda's gonna be getting his own ten issue mini series uh it's gonna cover different eras and and he will even meet a young Duke who I believe in this um so we are gonna be looking at from the high Republic times through the Yoda that we know from the movies okay
0: um sure, fine, great yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you got other Star Wars comics to read to get caught up. So I
0: do, you know, I do. Exactly, you're right. And I just, it's, I just, all these, like, just making the world smaller. I just, you
1: know how much I get angry about it. It doesn't, it doesn't, though, because if you don't want to read it, you don't have to. No. Go read The High Republic or, you know, other. that's what I've been saying about but this. But that's what I'm like... saying, The High, not, not even
0: the, no, not this stuff, not mm-hmm. Vader and the ongoing. I'm saying more like even The High Republic a world that could just be its own has to get this stuff brought into it.
1: No, I mean, it's got, if you're going to do a series about Yoda and Yoda exists in the high Republic, there be a, or is accepting of it. Then it's going to, of course, tell at least one story there of him, you know, and yeah. then go to like Dooku. And then another, tr- like, I think it's like three different stories within this 10, se- 10 issue arc. Right. Um, just give me series. serious Plagueis. You sons of bitches. <laughs> but that's the beauty thing about these comics though. It's like you no know, and people don't pay attention enough to what they do in the comics. And I think it's important that people realize like some of the best stories are being told in the comics right now. So whether or not you think it makes it smaller, there's still a universe to build that you have, you know, um, and you don't have to waste the money on it to make a show or a movie. Right. You can just tell these stories on paper and it's you know, it's always worked. Um, especially in the eu and that's the thing now is like i'm sorry to keep going on this but it's like we had books and we had comics growing up and that's how we learned about star wars and i loved it you know but now we're in the time where the technology is here i want to see visual shit i want to see like shows and movies (laughs) and more of that stuff because we can do it now yeah um yeah, so uh, that's end of rant. Um, end of rant. Good time for a commercial break. <laughs> Real quick, there is another there's oh, a Visions, sorry. Marvel, a Visions Marvel series coming out. Um, and also, I was kind of concerned because they didn't talk about uh, Hidden Empire, which is the third part of uh, Charles Soule's trilogy, uh, The War mm. of the Bounty Hunters, Crimson mm. Reign. But they haven't mentioned it. It's supposed to be coming out, so we'll see what happens. Um, but there will be an anthology... Um, Charles Soule's 100th entry in the franchise will be an anthology collecting new short stories from the world and characters of every title he previously wrote. So this new collaborator, master collaborator, of uh, Charles Soule, <laughs> has had such an influence on the comics and, and whatnot that he has a bigger role now in Star Wars. So I'm very excited to see what that means. Damn right. And now we can go to commercial. Be right back. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on
0: creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics.
1: We are back, and let's talk comic books. Uh, First up, DC Human target uh, as a series right now from Tom King and team. Uh, and while you're reading that, they're also gonna be dropping a one shot uh, on you. So in August, you can pick that up. Uh, it is it is black label, which always makes it better. In my opinion, uh, <laughs> it's called tales of the human targets. Uh, and it's going to be expanding on the Tom King, and Greg small worlds buzzed about series. Yeah,
0: I'm uh I am down. I have the other stuff. I'm just going to wait to binge all and read it. But yeah, I'll buy this for sure. Love the art. Love that they're doing this. I'm all about it.
1: Also, if you've been a fan of the Alien series by um, Philip Kennedy Johnson over at Marvel, uh, that's a really good one right now. They are going to be adding um, a a new series from Philip Kennedy Johnson and artist Julius Ohata. You, there's not much I can really say besides it's another alien book. Um, it says, which will depict the deadly xenomorph serving as a treacherous threat, but also a potentially being the key to humanity's salvation. There you go. <laughs> sure. There you go. <laughs> Ultimate doom. It's
0: it. You know what I? I just really want to say real quick. I'm going off topic a little bit, but like they own Indiana Jones. Why is there not a comic or a cartoon? Like, I understand, like, Kathleen Kennedy came out and they're like, oh, we're not going to replace actors or younger actors, which is complete bullshit because Solo is great. That guy did great. I have nothing but good things to say about that movie. But, okay, you don't want to go and do a young Indiana Jones, which also is a great show. Um, Give us something in that world. Like, are you kidding me? You just don't want to make money off of this? She annoys me.
1: Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, no, we can talk about her all day. If, if <laughs> we're not. No, it. we're
0: not. We're not. We're not.
1: <laughs> no, I, I agree. I just don't understand. It, we, Young Indiana Jones worked in the 90s. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why you think this, this franchise has to live and die with Harrison Ford. Yep. Like, there's no reason sense.
0: we don't have more. In, well, we are supposed to get that Indiana Jones game at some point. But they really, again, it's another one of those things where they
1: could at least give us some something else. Besides Indie Five, you know exactly. It, look what you did with Willow. I mean, we haven't watched it yet, but you're doing something, yeah. You know, um, besides just making another movie. So yeah, I I don't know. Let's let's see what happens. I I agree with you completely on that. Last up in comic news, uh, if you're a a and fan, there is a mm-hmm. new horror comic uh, that will be coming out called Dungeons and Dragons. Ravenloft Orphan of Agony Isle it'll be written by Casey Gilley and artist Bailey Underwood and this will be a four issue limited series yeah I just thought it was a cool thing um, to throw on there you know
0: there are D&D comic books out there but typically not like this (laughs) not like this horror realm of things unless you're like Curse of Strahd
1: and like you know that's kind of it so I thought that this was kind of neat well that's it i mean there's genres within the genre yeah so yeah good times good times all right take us over to crowd sorcery oh okay i cannot pronounce this quetz
0: kotal it's uh we're leaving the link in these yeah i know i'm so bad but (laughs) anyway um it's a comic book uh indie comic and you know the creator reached out to me and said can you Throw some eyes on this, and they said, "Yeah." So, it's a Latinx graphic novel um, that features a giant snake <laughs> and, and and some action. So that's out there. Um, we've got Die, which is the role playing game based off of the hit comic. The comic is great. It's in you know not we have not done this yet, and and we still might do this for Pursuit of Plastic, but they're literally doing that. They're taking their comic and they're making it into a role-playing game. <laughs> and I thought it was a really smart idea, so that is uh, up right now. It was asking for thirty-seven grand. It's at four hundred and ten grand. so other people are wanting it as well. Uh, we got Lunation. Um, Lunation is an eight-issue action-adventure horror comic with monsters and All this stuff, but it's from the creators of Inferi. So Ruben Romero, our friend, he wrote it. Um, Rodrigo Caraca, who does the art on um, Inferi, is the artist on the project. Uh, It's almost at goal. It's like a couple hundred dollars away. So I'm sure by the time you guys listen, uh, you can back it and and push it over the edge. And then the last thing um, is the HasLab uh, has released their latest project, which is the um, Reva Third Sister Force Effects Elite Lightsaber. Uh, this, I don't think it's going to make its goal, to be quite honest with you, and I think it's only based off the character. It's a cool-looking lightsaber. It's a Force Effects lightsaber. Um, it's got, like, the Inquisitors, the double-edged, and the circle in the middle and all that. It's a badass-looking thing, but her character kind of is flat as fuck, so I just... I don't care about her, and I don't care about this
1: lightsaber now. If you said it Grand Inquisitor, I'd probably say, "Oh, maybe I'd back that." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I disagree with your your opinion of the character. Yeah, that's um, I think that it should have been sold as an Inquisitor lightsaber. I mean, what's the damn difference between any of them? You're so, correct. Yeah. Um, and then you're gonna sell it off a character that they've already warned her. Like half the fan base is gonna be an asshole to you. So. Yep. I think Hasbro and Haslab are sometimes a bunch of idiots about this kind of stuff. Um, so good luck with a what is it, five hundred dollars? Yeah. So I don't know. I um I only ordered the Black Series figure of her, and that's that's all I'm going to spend my money on. You know, it's like I don't I don't understand the pricing on these these Force Effect Force FX ones. Are they as good as you know the collector ones? Are they? I mean, they look the part but what makes the difference between them and like say the cheaper versions of when they make lightsabers or know. when like like yeah. saber forge and stuff like that make make them so i don't know i it'll be interesting to see if this does anything
0: yeah it hasn't really moved too much right now um so i like i said i i wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't make it but anywho um before we get into tv news netflix is doing kind of similar to what fandom did um so this is going to run from june 6th to june 10th it's going to hit all your favorite platforms and basically it's going to focus specifically on their genre series of films um as well as TV shows and games. And there's going to be celebrities coming out. There's going to be trailers. There's going to be news from such things as the Umbrella Academy, Sandman, Stranger Things, Cyberpunk, Cuphead, Tekken. I mean, just like everything. <laughs> it looks insane. So I'm I'm excited to see what they're going to do with this because a lot of these shows and movies I watch. So I want to kind of see like, what their what their plan is because we haven't seen something like this yet from them
1: yeah it's exciting because well everybody else is like cutting the fat and, and canceling things out of pure panic and which netflix did and whatnot <laughs> right which they they usually do anyways yeah. like cut cut popular shows i i mean i i wouldn't stop embracing this kind of stuff i mean just because you lost subscribers Yeah, And your super expensive streaming service doesn't mean you weren't like one of the first ones in the business and have these great projects behind, you know, that you back and stuff like that. So at this point, it's almost like, why would you, why is your knee jerk reaction to cancel things instead of embracing it and trying to make people buy your product? Yep. So
0: this is the perfect thing to kind of get some subscribers back who you might have, you know, pissed off. (laughs) So, so there you go. All right, so let's go over to TV news. We mentioned Willow. Um, we did get a trailer during Celebration. I felt feelings from it. It looked like a fun fantasy adventure, and
1: I am there for it. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I mean, we got Joanne Wally was back, um, and which was which was great. I didn't even notice it the first time when I watched the yeah, me the too. trailer. Yeah, um, because then I was reading the article about Val Kilmer, and how. How featured the name of Matt Mardigan is in this in this series, and how his presence does is there. So it's not like they got they don't he's not a part of it. Yeah. And hopes for season two where they could bring him in somehow. Um, who knows? Oof, I don't. They talked yeah. about they talked about it. They, there's an article out there. So it's rough, but who knows? Who knows? Maybe he got his throat slit. You know, they could write it in stuff like that. He can't talk or whatever.
0: I guess they brought him in in a fun, organic way in Top Gun. I uh, had some oh, friends they who saw it this weekend yeah, and said that the way they did it made sense and was respectful to Val Kilmer and the character of Iceman. And uh, people, I mean, everyone who's seen this movie said it's insanely good. So um, I'm excited to see that. But yeah, you know. If if they can figure it out for for Top Gun, then I'm sure they can figure it out for Willow. Um, so going on to Netflix, Resident Evil, we did get our first look at the television series. You know, there's some people out there complaining a little bit about it. Other people complain. Yeah, I know. I don't have any complaints because we see nothing. You know what I mean? So it's coming out in July. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I like the movies personally. I like the animated movies. I like the video games. Like, I'm there. I'm gonna watch it. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Umbrella Academy Season 3 focusing on the Sparrows and all that stuff, and I loved the timey of Season 2. It made it, Season 2 far superior in my mind, so I am fully on board with what kind of craziness they'll bring us for Season 3. Yeah,
1: it just means I gotta watch Season 2 now. Yes, and you will love it.
0: (laughs) Believe me, Uh, you really will enjoy it. Um, We also have that we got an announcement for Sony um, talking about their exclusive deals. So Netflix is getting Horizon Zero Dawn, um, which I'll say I am cautiously optimistic because the way that 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 game is. I don't know how you could do it live
1: action in a show personally. Yeah, I I have a lot of questions about does it have to be alloy? You know, can it be a different right. tribe? Yeah, can it be a yeah. different story? Yeah. Could sure it be right. a prequel? There's a lot of things you could do. Right. I of but course, the
0: name is Horizon Zero Dawn,
1: right? you know I right just... the, uh, right i mean they could change they could say they could change it right it yeah. could be horizon whatever yeah um yeah. i don't know i i'm pleasantly surprised by the announcement what do i want to see i would love to see live action but i am i'm betting we get animation so.
0: yeah and i and personally i i would like it better that way mm-hmm. if if they go that route so Or both do it all yeah okay <laughs> To give it to us all that's right um We had a new Doctor Who. Uh, So our 14th Doctor is Nakuta Gratra, which I'm sure I destroyed his name. I just know him as Eric from Sex Education. I love that actor. I think he's really great. And um, maybe I'll go back to Doctor Who because I fell off. Um, So, yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah, this is exciting.
0: Yeah. And it's a person of color for the first time. For That's
1: what Who. I was going to ask, too, right? It yeah, yeah, it
0: is. So, I mean, he's always had, you know, all people and everything. Like, you know, Britain's a lot more open <laughs> about some of that stuff anyway. So, yeah, but this first time is uh, an African-American in the role of Doctor Who. Cool. Uh, Amazon News, we've got some recasting for the boys spinoff. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who these people are. So just know that there's a new show coming. (laughs) That's the
1: thing. (laughs) Just expand that world.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's, that's really it. So we're getting more. The fact that they're casting means we're getting closer to another series coming. And that's really what matters. Uh, season three, we did get a trailer. Um, that show's coming soon, actually june 3rd so next week (laughs) by the time actually this week by the time Mm -hmm. of this recording few days so um love the boys love 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 it and can't wait to see what they do for season three so you got to look at that
1: yeah i'm very excited a lot of good stuff on tv right now
0: um this trailer for Paper Girls, came out of literally nowhere. The reason why I even saw it is because I followed Brian K. Vaughn, the writer of the series, and he, you know, d- did an Instagram story about it because I don't think there's been any marketing <laughs> for this whatsoever, but it's a great comic book series. Cliff Chang does the art, um, and it is wild, so
1: I cannot wait for this. Sure is. You know, just like Why the Last Man? It's great stuff. But this is what happens when you don't really advertise your stuff enough and you don't get it out there and people don't. And it's when you a fan of the series says this was out of left field. I still haven't watched it yet. You know what I mean? So this is just destined to fail. I I don't know. It's just kind of like. Why are you doing this stuff without like really like publicizing it? I don't I don't know. It's yeah, we've talked about this before
0: in the past with a lot of these streaming services is that as much as I love to binge, like I really want to watch all the stranger things in one go, but at the same time, I'm kind of getting to the point where I wouldn't mind weekly and it makes things a lot easier in my life to balance and it builds anticipation, which is one of the biggest things that makes television good is the cliffhanger, the cliffhanger, you know, what, you know, standing around the water, table or whatever they called it you know cooler yeah water cooler talk so uh, that's it you know i just i i miss that sometimes and again it would build anticipation for some of
1: these shows yeah no i i absolutely agree i when disney plus has been doing it i think that it's it's the right formula i get excited every week because it's wednesday yeah uh because star trek is coming out and i want to watch yeah i was gonna say paramount does it too Yeah. yeah I think it's very, I think it's, I think it's smart. HBO um, has been doing it forever and they all are successful. Yeah. And like, I've binged stranger things and I've binged things on Netflix and I lose a lot of the context because I'm just so into it. I want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. And then it's like a big blur. Oh, I forgot
0: season three completely until I rewatched it recently. And I was like, oh, this
1: is uh Okay um but there are some times where i'm just like i wish i could binge this whole show of course yeah of course i don't know i love the cliffhanger and i think that certain shows like peacemaker was doing a really good job with it this season like Mm -hmm. leaving you off um because i watched that weekly you know i was really excited every every week for that to come on so
0: i agree Uh, Nicole Cassell, who is one of the um, directors in Watchmen, is tapped to be the live-action series director of She-Ra. So this actually surprises me because I really thought it would have been on Netflix. Um, But okay. (laughs) Maybe because it's live-action, it's different, and it's not connected at all to anything. It's just very strange. Very, very strange, but... You know, I do want to see it, so there's
1: that. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Honestly, I mean, your He Man live action movie is coming to Netflix. Your shows are all on Netflix. Yeah, it's very weird. Where did this, where did this licensing go wrong? Um, anyways, yeah, I don't know about this either. Um, we'll see. We'll yep. see as we get closer to it.
0: All you supernatural fans, CW has picked up the Winchester series to order. That's coming out this fall. Prequel. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, Devin Sawa is back for Chucky, even though both of his characters died <laughs> in season one. So I don't know. They haven't said how he's coming back. Spoiler alert: that he died. But I thought that show was fantastic. We both did. They just—it was a very smart way to get a um, a, a horror sequel. I mean, I've just—it was just smart. It was just very smart. Especially since Chucky kills someone every single episode. How do you sustain that? <laughs> they did it. So
1: I'm, I'm happy. And the quality is on par with the movies. So it's yeah. not like you even step back at all from that no. universe. No. Um, yeah, it was, again, another show that came out weekly. And I was anticipating it every week to watch it. Yep. Um, yeah, I can't wait. I said... This is one show that was like, oh, I hope they re- they renew it because I'd be really disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I my favorite absolutely. shows last year or this year, whenever it came out. So,
0: Married with Children's getting an animated series. All the original actors are voicing their characters. I, you know, it's funny. Married with Children's one of those things where I don't think about it. Like, I don't look back at it and be like, oh, a mirror with children. But yeah. I saw every episode probably many times over. So it's definitely a part of my childhood. And I will see what they decide to do with an animated series. Exactly.
1: I I have <laughs> nothing else to say. <laughs> uh, it's, it's such yep. a funny, funny staple of, like, TV from our childhood. It's yeah. wild. Yeah, it's weird. Hey.
0: Um, and finally, TV news. Do, true Detective Night Country... Um, which is the fourth season in the anthology series, will be starring Jodie Foster in the detective role. I love Jodie Foster. I haven't seen her acting in a long time. She's mostly been behind the camera uh, lately. So, you know, coming back to her roots (laughs) in a way. And I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I I thought this was a really good casting. Uh, Like you said, Silence of Lambs. What a a neat idea. Uh, I hope they do. Kind of parallel that in some ways. Uh, but I I love that this show came back strong with season three after lackluster oh, season two. So good. Yeah. And because I love that. for I love the first season of this show yep. and I thought it was a really good idea. And here's, here's the season four. That's it. All right. So let's go through this
0: movie news. Um, kind of rocket through these because it's mostly just yeah. things. Uh, Indy 5, we got our first look. Harrison Ford inside of a tomb or something. Uh, hey, you know, they're shooting it. It's Indiana Jones. I'm John Williams it.
1: played the theme. Yeah. Like, People. I'm just,
0: <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Dan Stevens is reuniting with Adam Wingard for Kong versus Godzilla 2. Uh, that was one of my favorite movies of last year. So, and Dan Stevens was in The Guest. Uh, with adam wingard so they're reuniting and dan stevens is a great actor so whatever they decide to do with
1: him, i'm excited for (laughs) yeah i mean they're just continuing to build up that world with that apple apple plus show and yeah and more so yeah i i'm excited i love this shared universe I'm the monster verse (laughs) yeah yeah
0: um dune 2 we've got christopher walken is cast as the emperor and then Austin Butler, who's recently playing uh, Elvis, he is Fade Ralpha. So I'm excited for Dune Part 2. I'm a little worried because it's supposed to come out in October of next year, which they mean they need to shoot it <laughs> because there's a lot of CGI that they're going to have to throw into that thing. So, um, but you know, I have faith in the creators and hopefully that date doesn't get changed.
1: It will. It'll go to the holiday season. Why would. October's a dumb time <laughs> to release a movie that big. I mean, you're gonna better be better off doing it on Thanksgiving or 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 Christmas time, so I bet you it gets pushed. You've got a point there. You do have a point there.
0: Um you were talking about aliens. We got a predator trailer uh called Prey. This is going straight to Hulu for some stupid reason. Um, but whatever. It's a new Predator movie directed by Dan uh Tra- who did Ten Cloverfield Lane. um That's it. It's a prequel, three hundred years ago.
1: I I am so down for this. Not so stupid when Shane Black can't even make a Predator movie that people like. So I I don't know. I don't know what to do with this franchise, man. Besides, stop doing the same damn thing. Which
0: they're not. Movie, yeah. I know.
1: That's what I'm saying. This movie is a good step in the right direction. Backwards um, in time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I I thought this trailer was cool it didn't really show tease. much it's yeah yeah it's a neat idea so i'm excited i'm excited that i don't have to go to the theater to watch it um honestly i just there's just less and less i want to see on the big screen when i can enjoy it from not only the safety of my own home but the comfort of my own home
0: it's just seeing a predator on the big screen you know what i mean it's just like for me that's just
1: i don't know no i catch hey, it I, I get you. It, but
0: that, that's all. That's all I think.
1: But it's like, why spend that much money on something that is becoming Might more not and more it. niche? Yeah, yeah. It's like, how many fans are out there anymore? It's a very select. An alien movie doesn't even do that well anymore. So I, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm glad that, that we at least get to see this this format. Then 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 maybe they can take it off Earth for once in their damn lives. Ugh. Besides do Predators, a, which was all awesome. a TV show.
0: <laughs> you know, at this point. Right? Um Alan Richen, Richson, uh Jack Reacher or Hawk from Titans, he joins <laughs> fast. He joins Fast Ten, uh, so
1: awesome. That's it. Just another the cool person joining. Shaping in. up yeah. with a bunch of cool people, like you said, yeah, <clears throat> awesome.
0: Uh, Vin Diesel uh, on his Instagram shared a look at the next Riddick film. Um, it's just really like a storyboard, but again. The more we see of this kind of stuff, the more we know it's coming, you know, we're getting we're getting there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got to be what he's doing after Fast 10, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the next thing. So I'm excited. uh, It's about time we get back to that universe.
0: Me too. So Furia uh, is the next one that's coming. Uh, Hulu is also going to be throwing at us um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen as a TV series. The movie sucked. There was parts of it that were cool, but overall it sucked. Um, these characters, this idea that Alan Moore created, is very smart. I think it deserves something like this to flesh everybody out, and I'm excited to see just what this means. Yes, yeah, so this is a movie, right? Not a series, is it? Yeah.
1: Oh, you're right. It's on the movie. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Like, so what did I do? No. Um, you're right. This is smart. I mean, let's see again. Put it on the small screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Made so. for, made for TV movies are aren't what they used to be. Not so. what they used to be. You're <laughs> you're correct. Speaking
0: of uh car movies with a crazy cast, uh twisted metal adds Thomas Hayden. Oh, yeah, well, right. Thomas Hayden Church and Neff Campbell joined the cast. Um again, what is this thing gonna be like? I don't know. And is this even going to theaters or is it going to Paramount? This is this is only on TV or is this right? a TV show? <laughs> this isn't a movie. Is this is a TV it? show. Okay, you we're all screwed well, up here. I was going along with it because you, yeah, all right. So anyway, I I put this down. So you did. it's going to Peacock as a, as a TV show. But look at the look at the
1: talent on this TV show. <laughs> this is like yeah, it's wild. It's just wild. But so. that's the thing too. Is like, saying like, oh well, this should this this should be in theaters. This should be on TV. I mean when when TV shows are better than most movies that are the that they're putting out these days, it's just, it's so debatable on, on where, where is entertainment supposed to be these days? Where does it do the best? Right. Yep. Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. This is going to be a half hour comedy.
1: High octane (laughs) action comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So I
0: just, it's so ridiculous. I, I cannot wait to see what the hell is going on with this thing. Um, Okay, so we'll move that. The thing, uh, it's what is it 45th anniversary or 40th anniversary? Um, 40th is coming back to theaters in June. One of the greatest movies I've ever seen in, in my entire life. Um, that's it. I mean, the, it's a John Carpenter movie. The music is effing awesome. It's uh, Ennio Marconi, it's not John Carpenter. The practical effects by Rob Botine. I just It's one of those, like, it's actually on my winter yearly watch list, uh, the thing, because I just adore it. So I have never gotten to see it in the theater because I was far too young. So I will try
1: to do it this time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, I, what a, what a cool movie with just practical effects and that paranoia um, theme and John Carpenter, like you said, it's just. One of his, like, oldest movies. So, and one of his most memorable movies, I think. God damn right.
0: Um, and then finally, Mission Possible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. Got a trailer. I will be completely honest with you. Didn't watch it. And the reason why is because I love every single one of the movies in this franchise. Even though Part 2 is bloated, I still enjoy it. And I will see it day one as i have seen all of them and that is pretty much all i got to say about it
1: no i completely agree uh i did watch the trailer it's yeah. very exciting good and i'm i'm just glad they put it in the two different movies and we'll yeah. see if we can, like basically back to back back to back yeah. yeah so very exciting so chris what's going on in gaming we have a new lord of the rings game called heroes of middle earth coming out uh, this is going to be from EA, and it will be a free-to-play t- mobile title, um, described as a collectible role-playing game. Uh, so this will be inspired by both Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit novels.
0: So when you say collectible, you mean microtransactions? Great. So.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> it means EA. different
0: skins. Oh, Gandalf the Gray. How about Gandalf the White? That'll be two ninety-nine. Like I just.
1: Ugh. Anyway. Here's my thing. I've been playing that DC game for three years now. And you haven't paid anything. I've paid plenty. Oh okay. but I'm <laughs> gonna tell you right I'll tell you right now, <laughs> it's like it's no different than me going to the arcade, you know, and right. and and getting the enjoyment out of it. You know? Right. If it if it if it pushes your buttons, um and once you get really into those games, like they just they just give you stuff. You just win like shards all the time just for doing nothing and it's it's much more involved in the beginning and it's much more enjoyable a couple of years in. So <laughs> I
0: guess, you know, what? I'm going to I'm going to backtrack a little bit because um, I also wanted to say Noni Cooney is coming out to mobile as well, which I thought was kind of crazy, uh, which I loved on my PlayStation. But, you know, to your point, when I'm playing on mobile, I play far more than my console and I'm spending 60, 70 dollars a game on my console so you know maybe the three dollars here and there equals that much maybe more but if you go and put in how many hours you've actually spent in that game compared to like even like a um assassin's creed or something shit maybe it is worth 120 dollars over a course of three years <laughs> as opposed to the 60 dollars for a mediocre time or something
1: it's also like you can there's these times say like once a month or once every couple of months where you can you can get another game through this one. Mm. And it's like three times the gems that you earn by, mm-hmm. by going through mm-hmm. the game and playing. And so I'll do that a lot. Yeah. And I'll just like build up all these gems and like the last, like this carrot, like they just released Mongol in the game. Yeah, And so it's just, and he counteracts a lot of the, the really powerful characters that piss me off that everybody else uses because I I don't have the, like as many pieces on them. So it's nice that they balance it that way. And then also like I just I know how to manipulate the game now <laughs> in a way to um the way I want to play it. Because I'll just sit there and watch basketball or, or movie right. and just Right. And it's just all on auto, you know, most of the time. So right. it's I don't know. It's an it's something to do
0: daily. No, like you know, it's a weird Yeah, thing. we we spent a ton of money on that Marvel game and on this on the um Star Wars, uh, Star Wars game and yeah, I put in so many hours. Like you said, idly at work, just didn't go. You know, so I, I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna take that back and spend all your money you
1: want on microtransactions if you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, as long as it makes sense and you're having fun, that's what I always say. That's it. Also, Final Fantasy 7 Ever Crisis will be coming out later this year in September. Uh, this is interesting. This is a condensed version of the original title uh, along with other mm. games within final fantasy 7's extended universe including crisis core uh which was one of my favorite games uh for psp uh, amazing amazing like prequel to the game hours into that one so this is also going to be um yeah. free to play story chapters and more so i'm sure this is also a buy to win type scenario Right, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it. Not too much in video game news, but you know, what what time is it?
0: It's Pursuit
1: of Plastic time. All right, toy owners and action figure enthusiasts, this is the Pursuit of Plastic uh, with celebration going on. Of course, they they couldn't hold back uh, releasing some action figures during this time. So with Obi-Wan also coming out, we got a slew of the Inquisitors. Finally, Uh, Reva did go up for pre order first and then they teased uh, versions of the Grand Inquisitor. Seventh brother, is it? I forget. I think so. And then the then that weird fourth or fifth or sixth sister. I'm not even sure what number she is, but that alien one that looks like a twilight kind of. Um, (laughs) I don't know what she is but that's i think that's cool that they're introducing more of these inquisitors and that they're on top of it with the action figure.
0: Yeah, i thought it was um you know, they did a they did a good job. They're, you know, Black Series Marvel Legends, you know, i used to shit on forever, but finally finally things are looking a lot better, which the, the double edge side of that is that they're re-releasing, like, every single toy that they created with these updated faces, and I'm just like, okay, well, that's kind of a dick move, but okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, on the Star Wars side of things, they do it here and there with those those collections, Um mm-hmm. and then those end up being worth money, too, because those sell out and more. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird because there's a lot of figures they haven't even redone yet. I know that they're probably waiting for, like, Return of the and Jedi for some series. of them, yeah. but it's just you know from where they started to where they are now. It's like you said, it's 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 like night and day. Correct so. for sure. Uh Also from Lego, we got a tease of the BD One um, set, Uh so you can build your, the one of the cutest droids in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> uh, and then also they announced an Andor set along with a. Obi Wan set, which also features Inquisitors.
0: Yeah, that ship, I don't remember what it is. You know, what we were talking about earlier, um, with what's his name, Colin Cantwell, who passed away. Like, ships are one of my favorite things in Star Wars, and especially Sith <laughs> or Dark Side ships. I I love them. So when I saw this one, I was like, okay, this is this is a must-snatch because I love it.
1: Yeah, all of that is up for pre-order now, so you can get your hands on that before it gets back-ordered. Um, also, they'll be doing the Great Pyramid of Giza mm-hmm. and the set that I'm waiting for to release on June 1st, the Optimus Prime transforming LEGO set, uh, which is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life.
0: It's disgusting. I mean, yeah. in a good way. It's just it's just bonkers.
1: <laughs> smart. <laughs> like, What a smart idea. It's just yeah. like, hey... You're going to build a Lego Optimus and have it transform. Yeah, Why not? I just, Why not? <laughs> uh, Super seven. Well, I wait for them to finish the sets and the characters that they owe me, uh, including Snarf. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what we're waiting for and the twins. Cause I don't want to open them up. My sec set from back in the day. So please just make your three pack and, and get it over with. Um, anyways, they're doing something pretty neat. Uh, they're remaking basically the old LJLJN uh, vintage mm. versions of the figures. Uh, so when I saw this, I was like, this is neat. This is a really good idea for anybody who loves like a throwback figure. I think it's in that scale to begin with when we were kids, because those figures are oversized. Uh, yep. from What I remember. So yep. really cool. I'll leave the link in here for the pre preorder. Uh, next up. Page punchers were announced at the 4-inch scale by McFarlane not too long ago. Uh, He also is running DC Direct, so that's what they were released under. And then he announced 7-inch page punchers, which I don't understand if it competes with your normal line of DC multiverse. Uh, Is this released through DC Direct? It's just kind of weird to me, but at the same time, at least it's the same scale.
0: So, yeah. So the thing that's interesting about this as well is, like, so these are, like, the Black Atom... you're getting a Black Adam exclusive comic with these, which is like, okay, you know, whatever. But I feel like they're not going to make the same characters, you know? Does that seem right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like more of like the Lee Bergamo or whatever his name is look on these. yeah, Yeah. Maybe they'll do like the black label characters, but at the same time, he's been doing all of the current version of the comic characters anyways. Um, right. Including right. Last Night on Earth, which is a black label. So it's just like I I I don't get it. I don't get it, honestly. Because it's not like you're giving any more accessories mm-hmm. than than the other ones. It's it's just kinda weird and counterproductive, in my opinion. Yeah. So. No, I you're right. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. It is weird. Like this or that. Like <laughs> I, I don't know. At least at the same scale. So uh NECA announced some things um the next the next figure up in their universal monster tribute line will be Donatello as the invisible man uh so that's cool um there's a TMNT SDCC pre-mutation box set based in the animation the animated series line that they're doing these are all of your favorite mutants before they were uh transformed by the ooze so like Rocksteady, Bebop, um, Splinter maybe I think is in there, and I'm missing one, but oh, Baxter, Baxter. yeah, very cool. I think that's neat. It's it's
0: neat, it's that's it, it's neat. It's, it's a cool idea. Um, I'm actually glad it's released as a four pack. Yeah. Um,
1: I think individually, not that it's a bad idea, but I think it would be more of a cash grab at that point. Well, it's you know it's hard enough to get your hands on a lot of these figures anyways, because they're so limited to targets yeah. and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> yep. So I just don't even, I don't even think about it anymore because yeah, they'll, they'll go back and release the four pack of the brothers. They'll, they'll release some stuff here so you can get caught up, but they made it very difficult to get your hands on a lot of them. So I, I had a hard time, you know, not collecting these, but I had to get, I had to give up. Yeah. Uh, also, for San Diego Comic-Con, they're going to be releasing a and d retro figure set called the Lost Wave. And I think this is cool because they're also doing those classic D&D, like, seven-inch figures as well. Uh, so somehow they have they have a little piece of the pie of the Dungeons & Dragons universe um, and are able to make collectibles based on it.
0: Yeah, that's right. I remember us I talking about these. It's a it's a weird forage scale, you know what I mean? Like really no articulation. Yeah. Right? I just personally, I don't care. For me, it's just like, eh, I don't I don't know why you're doing this, but hey, something for everybody.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And those those vintage fans will, will eat, they'll this eat stuff it up. You, so uh also Nuck is gonna be releasing um, you know, we just talked about the thing is coming back to theaters, so they'll also be doing a Forty-year tribute figure of the character from the poster. So you know the the guy in the the guy in the like the winter garb with the the crystals coming out of his face. What? An, it's kind of a neat idea. I like this. I would definitely buy this for display.
0: Yeah, I. I love this. <laughs> it's so weird that the poster figure, which, you know, doesn't happen in the movie, uh, comes to life like this. So I, yeah, you know, I'm going to buy it. It's just, it's a cool idea. I guess that's all I, I'm i going to say about it. I, I was really like, when you showed this to me, I was like, holy shit, this is great.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm going to have to get this too. I just, I wish that they would finish their clothed um, john carpenter figures um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as well because i would love to have this and then have this in display in the back and stuff like that i like how the face glows It's really neat
0: yes exactly i'm actually shocked to to what you just said that they didn't release it as a shout factory 40th year anniversary
1: figure you know what i mean with clothing and maybe they still will who knows well that's what i've been waiting for is that mccready figure anyways it's yeah like, i know you did the ultimate version in all plastic but why didn't you? Why haven't you released other John Carpenter characters like mm-hmm. you have previously in the cloth Mego esque version? So yep. here, yep. like you just said, maybe that's where we'll maybe that's where we'll get it. But uh, Playmates is still in the Ninja Turtle uh, figure making business, of course. So um, we did get that awesome previous exclusive uh, last Ronin figure, uh, kind of based on the old look. Uh now we're also gonna be getting two packs of Street Fighter versus Ninja Turtles. So you can get the Brothers Four versus Ryu, Chung Li, Guile, and Ken Masters. So Did this happen? Like I don't remember this. Like in
0: When did this happen? It, it, <laughs> it didn't, right? Like I don't there's no this never happened before. In comics or
1: no, it says authentically detailed and decorated as seen in the Street Fighter 2 video game. Street Fighter versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is packed out in an 80s video game console shaped window box packaging. No, it's a, it's like the, it's just like their Cobra Kai two packs. It's like, okay, why, why not? Yeah, no, I, (laughs)
0: right. Sorry, you know, I shouldn't even question it, but yeah, I'm just curious. (laughs) No, you should question it. It's just weird. It's a weird thing they're doing so and also really weird that it's playmates doing it right (laughs) i don't
1: know next is like warriors warriors versus teenage mutant ninja turtles you know like through weird ass ass stuff um last up (laughs) uh from marvel legends uh this beautiful uh box that went up for pre-order this week uh it is exclusive to the fan channel uh it's Mojo World. We got Mojo, Dazzler, and Longshot, both in their like classic uniforms. Um, and then we get this weird slug Wolverine, which you and I are still trying to figure out where that's from. Um, sure. I guess you could have probably just made it cheaper and not given us a weird Wolverine figure, unless it does make sense. I'm still trying to figure that out.
0: Yeah, the Scotty Young Wolverine doesn't seem to really have anything to do with anything. But um, the rest of the set is absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of Mojo, this is the definitive version <laughs> of the character. Right. And, you know, I think they've I know they've had a long shot in the, in Dazzler in the past. I just if. Yeah. So with different um. I think Dazzler's outfit was white and had different colors. So
1: anyway, it was like her. It was like her retro run like, with the roller skates and stuff, yes, I think. Yeah. Um. And then the long shot was a more modern one. Yeah. Uh, we haven't gotten a, a vintage looking one since the Toy Biz long shot. way yes. back When. Yes. Um, they're a cool design. I like long shots character. Um, so yeah. expensive, though, Uh, when you think about it when a Mojo is worth maybe 50, 60 bucks, maybe, you know, even as a build a figure uh, and then you have the other two figures at maybe 50 bucks a piece. So I don't know. It just seems like it's priced up there and you could have just held back and charged maybe a hundred bucks and not given us some garbage, but yep. whatever. Yep. It looks great. I wish I would buy it, but I'm not going to. That's it. Same thing. <laughs> Anyways, Casey, where can you find us? all
0: over the interwebs at DFAT and Ent, DFATentertainment.com you can listen to the other podcasts as part of the network all your geeky pop culture and everything in between needs will be there for your consumption um, so yeah this is Casey
1: saying uh, go read some comics and this is Chris saying don't forget a towel